0: welcome to being the diet i'm your host dr stacy we're bi-weeklies that's right every other week we interview someone who is black brown red or yellow and is thriving in white spaces this week santa we're back y'all I don't know about you, but I have never really seen or had an opportunity to tell my wishes and hopes to a Black Santa Claus. But I knew that they were out there. And I had the opportunity today for all of us to hear a little bit about what it's like to be a Black Santa Claus. Featured in the Chicago Defender, Chicago Tribune, Fox 32, WGN Radio 720. Our Santa Claus today, Drizzy Claus, is well aware of what it's like to be brown and Santa. He's always enjoyed the opportunity to be Santa Claus. And in 2018, many years after working with families, he decided to become a professional Santa Claus and help expand those services and provide an opportunity to those who were looking for representation of a Black Santa image for their holiday festivities. He says that his favorite part is the engagement and smiles on everybody's faces from parents because they know their children are very,
1: very happy.
0: Daughters, please welcome to the podcast Drizzy Claus.
1: Ooh-hoo! Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, Dr. Stacy. Appreciate the invite and the conversation.
0: Now, y'all can't see him. But please know he is dressed in full Santa Claus gear, including with his locks, y'all, all the way down to his shoulder. That's awesome. So why don't we just start talking a little bit about how you got into Santa Ing, if that's even a verb? It can be, yeah. Okay, well, there we go. <sighs> and um, and what, what the journey's been like.
1: Well. I have been, I mean, my story is actually longer than what people might think uh, in regards to just Santa history. Uh, When I was younger, I'm talking about like high school, college age, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: I've had a brief stint being Santa Claus for my church uh, youth group back in the day for the kids. Mm -hmm. And that was because I was like a fat kid that could wear the suit. So Mm -hmm. that was my, you know, that was my thing, you know, so that was cool. You know, so I had like that. And so, you know, the Santa outfit is very similar. You got the big fake beard, the wig, the hat, and and the clothes. That's it. That's all you know. So I had a brief experience of that. Um, It wasn't until many years later when I was at one of my jobs where they needed a Santa Claus. And, of course, me, once again, being big, heavy set guy, I fit the description to wear the suit and my personality so it was like hey why don't you do this and whatever so i did it and i enjoyed it and that was pretty much that you in know mm-hmm. instance a couple of years after that i started my own nonprofit organization called the smith center for the community advancement and i was brand new like this was my first year brand new okay and i wanted to do something for the holidays like a toy drive so we so we did a toy drive and everything um and of course, me being new, me being fresh, not knowing that all the ins and outs, I didn't have in the in the in the time frame of it, it was like, Okay, we need to get a Santa Claus, but I didn't have a suit, I didn't know anybody, I just didn't know anybody. So we hired someone to be Santa Claus. A friend of mine's got a, you know, somebody to be Santa. And I was looking at the Santa like, you know, that could be me, you know? (laughs) That was it. That was my whole thing. It was like, it could be me. why You know, so I was like, you know what? We got the Santa for now. But next year, we are going, I'm going to buy me a suit as soon as possible. And right after the holiday season, that's exactly what I did. I went and bought a suit. And the rest is pretty much history from there as far as Santa Claus. And And for that, I was just mainly doing it for my organization for the holiday season. Um... It wasn't; until still further along. Then I was getting requests to be Santa Claus in a, in other places, mm. and it wasn't exactly being Black Santa, but just Santa. And I'm black, so it happened to be black. So that was just one of Santa. <laughs> so that's pretty much what it was. It wasn't like, oh, I need a Black Santa. It was like, oh, I need a Santa Claus. It wasn't that highlight. That particular highlight makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So, I was doing that for a couple of years. I was like doing extra gigs and extra assignments and doing stuff like that and getting small compensation. And then it was like, I dawned on me. It's like, you know, why don't I try to go professional and make this a viable business and see sure. how, far, how far it can go? Because the man was high and I liked what I did and it was fun. So, why don't I just, you know, see where that goes? So that's when Drizzy Claus was actually officially born.
0: Drizzy Claus,
1: Right. So, cause I was like, I want to be more than just a guy in a suit. I wanted to have like a, you know, a persona and just a a representation that was different. So I got rid of the fake beard, you know, and I, I grew my beard out and everything and had to work on that design. And then the locks, I used to have locks when I was younger. And so, a friend of mine's uh, Akila has suggested, "Why don't you, you know, wear locks?" I was like, "That's a good idea. Let me go ahead and look into that." And another friend of mine's Kimberly; she actually designed the hat to accommodate. Okay. So this this has all been a collaboration from different friends um, who just supported me. You know, wanted to see me. You know, be successful. And if from there, that's what Juicy Claus. You know, was active, and then going from there, it just blew up from there.
0: So what's, what's one of your favorite things about being Drizzy Claus? The
1: service, the service. It's all about, I mean, from the moment you enter a home or a place and you see the smiles, you see people being happy and enjoying the moment and all of the stuff like that. It's an automatic memory. You're honoring someone's memory. Someone wants to have a memory for their children or for themselves about Black Santa being in the house or being, you know, for the kids or whatever. And for me, it's just the experience being able to provide that. Like today, I went and did an assignment today at the store I was talking about, and. When I came in, there were some kids already there. They saw me. They were like Santa, and they came and gave me a hug. They was talking to me, and it was just telling me things and singing, singing Christmas songs. It was like a beautiful feeling. Like it was, it was very sweet, and that's the energy that we need to get back to, especially this during during this time. So sure. it was a good feeling. So that's that's feeling. That's filling the cup.
0: So, so, Mister Drizzy, Mister Claus. It sounds like that you go into a lot of environments that are mostly black.
1: It has been black and it have been in, in, in some mixed spaces as of late, but yes.
0: So tell us what it's like for the black kids to see a black Santa and what it's like in those mixed spaces.
1: It's interesting because you have different levels of the experience. You have first timers mm-hmm. that are first time seeing Santa Claus period, let alone a black Santa. Then you have people that are probably exposed to Santa, whether it's white or black, so they're more comfortable with the idea. Then you have those that never saw black Santa, so they're like, Santa Claus is white. You know, what's going on with this? You know.
0: Do children say that?
1: They can. Yeah, they have. You know, or you're not real. But the real conversation, that's that's always fun because I'm like, if if you're real, then I'm real. You know, that's my answer for that. If you're real, I'm real. And they say, Santa can't be Black. Well, why can't Santa be Black? And they can't really answer that, but they just say that because that's what they know, because that's been what they're exposed to. And I, that's why I talk about representation. And I say, as long as you're Black, there's going to be someone that's Black to represent Santa Claus, and that's my job. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Can you say more about why you think representation is important?
1: It's important because, I mean, culturally speaking representation matters in a lot of different ways in regards to just Mm -hmm. having to identify with something or somebody that's remotely similar to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a lot of families are, 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 are culturally sensitive about that. You know, they've been like that. I don't want, and I'm not even saying this in a racist way. I'm just being really honest about the transparency of the family saying, I want my kids to see a black Santa because I never had a chance to see black Santa or I want them to see black Santa or I have black Santa and I want them to have an experience too, you know? So with that, it's just a principle of just you being, uh, uh, that entity, you know, that, that feels that need, you know? So sure. it's not really about necessarily, like I said, when, when I first started thinking about it, it wasn't really an issue. I was just, um, I happen to be black and I'm Santa Claus, but when you right. go into it deeper, and realize how important it is for kids and other people. And the, the response, you know, from adults. Oh man, I've never seen a black Santa before. They're like my age and older, you know. Sure, and sure. and and their and and their uh responses have been positive. Uh mm-hmm. being in different neighborhoods where I'm a where I would probably think they would probably be more uh hard hardcore about seeing Black Santa. They're more like, oh, man, thanks for coming to the hood. You know, thanks for coming to the, our our area and showing these kids and just showing people and just seeing people smile, old, mm. old and young. So that right there is a is a great uh, responsibility, I think, to have. And that's why I take it seriously. That's why when I went professional, I wanted to make sure that image was there and it was a positive image.
0: Well, it, it is pretty powerful because, and part of, I think, what makes representation important is um, if all the images of all the good things don't look like you yeah what does that say about you
1: yep 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 yep
0: so yeah and so i think that that is pretty important too so you talked about with the with our with our black and brown children so what about those who aren't black and brown how does that typically go
1: so recently you know, I've been exposed to more diverse audiences as opposed to non-Black audiences. And um, the response has been mostly positive. I will say that right now. Nothing negative in, a, in the realm of straight dismissal or disrespect. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're not being dismissive, they're not being disrespectful. Uh, if anything, they're like, you know they're in the moment, so they're not going to do anything disrespectful. But you could probably tell that they're not really feeling it, you know?
0: I got you. As adults.
1: adults, Kids, they're kind of like, okay, you're cool. You're Santa. Okay, they don't, you know, it all depends on their their mentality. I haven't seen, I have more black kids that tell me that I'm not real than white kids, to be honest with you, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, as far as their reaction. They don't really get into that. They just say, hey, Santa, they talk to me, they deal with me and they and they tell me what's going on for Christmas and then and that's pretty much it. Um but I am curious about the reaction. I'm mean, I'm always watching. I'm not saying I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be oblivious to it. I'm mm-hmm. watching to see the reaction from the adults.
0: That's exactly what I was going to ask and so what did what did the adults say?
1: A lot of them have been like I said fairly positive. Fairly positive has been uh a great experience in regards to nothing disrespectful. Nothing dismissive. They're kind of like, okay, cool. You know, I get it. They're not really going. They're not really going back and forth by anything. Not anything sarcastic. Not anything cynical. Not anything disrespectful. Where you know they're not really, you know, feeling you. They they, they just along for the ride. Um, when when I went to to do the tree lighting ceremony downtown in so Chicago
0: or someplace else
1: Chicago I'm sorry Chicago 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 mm-hmm. uh November 19th was their uh, annual tree lighting ceremony in person mm-hmm. the first one they did since covid Okay I have the distinction of being the the first African American Santa Claus to represent Santa Claus for the tree lighting ceremony Wow This year so mm-hmm. that's so that's been a, a a beautiful experience in itself
0: What was that like for you
1: It was Celebrity moment. It, it was a celebrity moment. I enjoyed it.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: really had fun with it. And it's an experience that I will never forget because when I first became Black Santa, you know, our mayor is, is Lori Lightfoot. She's a black woman. Sure.
0: Uh-huh,
1: she is. I told myself, I put it out there that I want to be the Santa Claus for the tree lighting ceremony.
0: Oh, okay. put it out there. Okay. I
1: put it out there. Last year, COVID happened. It didn't happen. When they contacted me this year, it was like, a manifestation of dreams coming true. Like, wow, this is actually going to happen.
0: That's awesome.
1: And it was like a big event. It was like a b- big opportunity that opened up other opportunities course, since then. Of course. And it's going to even get bigger next year.
0: hmm So you were saying over the weekend, you do. You...
1: Oh, yes. Over the weekend. So I was downtown Millennium park, walking around after my little session um, in the vendors area. And the response I got was like, like I said, fairly positive. There was a group of international students that i met that wanted me to take a group picture with them and we got together and we all said merry christmas in our native languages that was fun i talked to somebody from the philippines who wanted me to talk to their little brother to tell them to be good uh saw some south africans they talked to me they they loved it i mean it was some latinos uh they was positive a lot of people just like i said very positive um was i nervous yes i'm in the public i'm out in the open i don't know what people people capable of doing i don't know they want to you know mess with me but it was a great experience and it was very like i said good i don't nothing bad happened nothing during anything i've done so far thank god
0: well that that is that is great that's a blessing and i appreciate the positivity um as well you know part of what i was thinking like so are white people letting their little white Becky sit on Drizzy Claus's lap? Um, or is that kind of or is the lap thing over in Santa Claus Land?
1: So it's per it's per discretion. Some kids automatically go for the lap. They automatically go for it. Mm-hmm. Um uh COVID, of course, makes it, you know, sure. an interesting scenario. You wear a mask and stuff like that. So for the most part, you know, they're either on the side. Or the lap, it doesn't really make a difference to me. Mm-hmm. I don't really discriminate. Uh, last year, not a lot of laps, but uh, this year a little bit more different. I might, you know, this has been an interesting year with COVID for, for protocols in place. But I, I don't have any problems if they feel like no, you can stay on the side. And if, if, like I said, I don't automatically push for the lap myself anymore because kids, you know, that's not that's a, a permission thing. That's a comfort, you know, being comfortable. So I don't go for it. Yeah. If they jump in my lap, if they want to ask for the lap. Then go ahead, but I try to be like you know, stand here, sit here, look here, stuff like that.
0: So Drizzy, clothes. What is the wildest thing that a kid has asked for? That some of those memorable things.
1: <laughs> this little girl today asked for a car, but she wanted I was like a real car or like a toy car. Like how you want? She said, "No, I want to sit in the car." I want to drive the car. And I was like, (laughs) like, okay. All right. You know, uh, for the most part, most of them have been pretty easy uh, and predictable. You know, LOL dolls, Barbie dolls, Mm -hmm. toys, transformers, hoverboards, iPhones, stuff like that. -hmm. Uh, Games, you know, race cars, Hot Wheels. I'm, I'm rolling this off the top of my head. It's all similar stuff. Sure. Not, 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 nothing really relatively different mm-hmm. dinosaurs di- anything with dinosaurs uh paw patrol sure all the things you know.
0: and then yeah. and then there's the car
1: but you know i i don't tell them i don't no budget i just like my job is to listen and report
0: mm-hmm.
1: moving forward and this might be a spoiler alert i'm working on developing a, a santa app so we can create like a list, uh-huh. you know, for the good kids, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of have fun with that kind of thing. Because like I said, it's something that's going to be with them at least, at least three to four years, depending on how old they sure. are. Sure,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's continuous. Maybe, maybe more, depending. You know, how young they are it might go even further, depending on the situation. But if you're going to be a part of someone's memory, you want them to be consistent, and you want them to know that you're. Paying attention and things like that, so when they sure. see you, it's like, "Hey, Stacy, how you doing? Hey, Santa, how was your year? Stuff like that." I want to be kind of like in that mode to let them know that I'm not just somebody that pops up at the at the end of the year. You know, kind of want to have more substance. So, is
0: there a Black Santa community?
1: Oh yes, very much so. Yes, there is. There's a yes, there's a Black Santa community. Uh, it's on. I know on Facebook. It's called Fine Black Santa. There's actually a Black Santa app where you can find a Black Santa in your area or really? community, really? Depending, depending if they registered or not. But for the most part, that, that that Facebook group has all the Black Santas I could think of in there across the nation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they all have individual styles and looks mm-hmm. and names.
0: Mm-hmm. And so it, sound, it seems like for the Black Santas, there's not necessarily the kind of um, standard look that there, it could be a little bit more individualized or customized.
1: Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty. I think that's the beautiful part about it is that when I, like I said, when I first became Santa Claus, I had the standard outfit, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but when I broke away and wanted to be individual and say, you know, brand myself, I said, I had to have a new look and image. Right. And even still this look is evolving,
0: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm.
1: I'm the only one I've seen with, like, this look so far. Okay. But I want to to produce more. I want to have different styles. I want to have different approaches. I want to be more cultural to the city and mm-hmm. to my culture. So it's different outfits It's going to pop along the lines and different styles, different things. But I'm not the only one. There are other standards that are fly, that are fancy, that have different aspects to the suit, different hairstyles, different names. I don't have different hairstyles, but different beards and mm-hmm. just, you know, different different names and individuality I think that's a good thing
0: that is a good thing and, and and I think part of what it does is it shows our flavor and individuality if you will in a way that does means like like this is who we are and we're showing up in the space and we're showing up in this space authentically the way that we show up in the
1: world yes absolutely yes. that's a great point to put yes-hmm
0: so any challenges about being a black Santa that you would want to share with us?
1: Yeah, a few. I mean, I mean, when, it, when you think of challenges for Santa, I mean, even the sound of it sounds weird. Like, what's the challenge for Santa? Uh, for the most part, I would say... It does like, sound
0: you know, a little weird. You're right. <laughs> Santa uh,
1: doesn't have problems. Yeah, Santa has problems. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that I have a nine to five... I sure. work nine to five. That's that, that could be a detriment depending mm-hmm. on the services that you want to provide and what you're able to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So for me, you know, I work at a school, so I'm not able to do certain things like I want to, because I work at a school, you know, yeah. my days are limited, my time is limited. Fortunately, my schedule, my, my uh, principal and the team is flexible and they're accommodating to help me out. But I do know that Next year, I'll have to make some adjustments if that makes any sense in regard mm-hmm. to just that time of the year. Um, as far as struggles, I mean, COVID has really been a big part of it in regards yeah. to physical visits. Mm-hmm. You know, last year we, we, we switched off of that and went virtual. I did about 75, 80% virtual visits, and the few that I had that were public visits or personal visits were because I had booked them before this got to a shutdown level. Mm-hmm. I booked early. Sure. Mm-hmm. So this year, the world kind of opened up a little bit. People got more comfortable. So I'm doing more physical visits. Don't know how it's going to look next year. But virtual sure. visits is always... Well, hopefully still.
0: COVID is in our rearview mirror. Okay. Right,
1: right. But virtual hopefully. visits... Yeah, hopefully. Virtual visits are always still an option. And physical visits are going to be still an option. Just a matter matter just how many appointments and how to organize it so you don't burn your stuff out in the process. Sure. It's nothing worse than having a burnt out Santa Claus.
0: Tell me about
1: that. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're you're out here pouring into people and everything and doing what you're doing and smiling and having a good time and, and dealing with the public. That's, you know, that a, a, could be a, a draining experience, depending on what you do and how long you do it for without yeah. replenishing, you know. Personal health got to be important, you know, because especially with food season and COVID season, you know, you got to be careful about that as well. So a lot of that stuff is, you know, plays in, but you know, at the same time, you don't want to chase the appointment and have to work all the time. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I only did, I only had three appointments today. I had a virtual mm-hmm. visit, an in-person visit, and now you. That's okay. it. Okay, all, right. all right. I work today. Tomorrow I had a busier day. Mm-hmm. It's, the closer to get to Christmas, the more busier it gets. So sure, sure, you know, that's sure. a that's a natural progression, you know. And you right. take your time and you and you pace yourself out accordingly. So. If I see an opening in my schedule where I'm like, "Ooh, I got so many hours where I don't have to do anything or or whatever," I'm not going to book. I'm going to block it. Sure. And take that time and to like, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and take
1: that time to like relax and chill or take care of some business and and mm-hmm. just don't be, You know.
0: I got you. Do you have children?
1: You no, have children? I do not. No, okay. I do not.
0: Because I was wondering what they thought about you um, as Santa.
1: No nieces and nephews and kids like that. Uh, mm-hmm. My students, my students get a kick out of it. Like tomorrow, I'm going to school tomorrow, and they're gonna get a kick out of this seeing me in person for a long, in a while. So yeah,
0: mm-hmm. it's be fun. nice, nice. So I got two more questions for you. It sounds like that your experience has been mostly good with people who are not black.
1: Mm-hmm. So far, so good.
0: So far, so good. And you've been at it for two or three years now, right? At least.
1: So- yes. Yes, I started uh, December uh, let's see, 21, 2019.
0: Okay. And then the next question is, what advice would you give white people, I ask this question of everybody, mm. to make Santa Inc. more inclusive and diverse?
1: I mean, it's about what you're comfortable with. More than anything, when I was booked by a library, they were mostly white. It was all white people in there. Mm-hmm. And, and like maybe like one or two black you know families, it was all white and Latino. So they brooked that consciously, knowing I'm black.
0: Yeah. So if they
1: made that decision to constantly do that, they already made that decision about who to support mm-hmm. and why. Mm-hmm. I don't have to convince anybody. You know, that's mm-hmm. the beauty of it. You know, I think that's the beauty of it is the fact that they did that fully, knowing who I am. It wasn't like mm-hmm. they were surprised to see me. You know, <laughs> and they're like, no. "Oh, I'm black." No, they actually went on. She actually said she went online and she and she researched and she saw what I was doing. And it was like, I really want to have you in this community. So that's been the the thing the fact that they spearheaded it
0: and I think that's wonderful and I think there are people who are trying to move in anti-racist ways that that folks have had an awakening and a reconciliation and they're trying and so I could see um just on your merit um, how people would want to book you and definitely to to be expansive to what they're offering their patrons
1: yeah? right thank you and and it's just style I mean it's all the, all of this is a blessing and an opportunity. If someone mm-hmm. wants to have a conversation about Santa being black, we can have a conversation about being black. If I have a conversation about being real, I could be a conversation about being real. Being in certain communities, we can have that conversation because mm-hmm. is if if you're there, I can be there. Sure, mm-hmm. that's it. There, there's nothing else to really put into it.
0: So let me ask you this: so I can remember. Some black parents, I've been in some conversations that um, people having a negative reaction that they they worked hard as black and brown people to create Christmas for their children and spent all this money and did all this work for some white man to come and take credit for it.
1: I've heard that. I've heard that as well. That's been a conversation as well, which is another reason why they support black santa as a as a as a way it means or they just be like i don't i don't support santa period okay well, that's fine too but they but they're not going to disrespect. like i said they don't have to support the thought but they can, can support the concept and, and the effort of what i'm doing mm-hmm. for the community right. it's like I, I might not like santa claus for myself but i like what you're doing as santa claus mm-hmm.
0: i got you and that and you think that's the case for some people
1: yeah of course -hmm. I've seen it. I've experienced it, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's an interesting feeling, but it's not, but it, but it, but like I said, it's okay. They support a black man doing this for a black community. Mm -hmm. That's how it looks at it from the core value of it, you know? Sure, sure.
0: So, what would you tell someone who's interested, somebody who's black or brown, which is supposed to our listeners, not all, but most, um, about if they wanted to get into Santa ing (laughs) Again, I'm using my word. What kind of tips and tricks would you give?
1: Have patience and know what you're really getting into. This Mm -hmm. isn't for the faint of heart. You're Mm -hmm. dealing with families. You're dealing with kids. You're dealing with people that may not like you. You're dealing with good experiences, bad experiences, crying kids, staring kids. And you have to keep the game face on and keep it, you know, positive because the last thing you want to do, and I say this, I joke about this, but I'm really, like, serious, too. You don't want to have that bad Santa image. You know that movie Bad Santa? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't want to have a bad Santa persona and image mm-hmm. because, as to me, that disrespects the aspect of what Santa stands for. Okay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, when I, when I'm out here, I have to represent right. You know, my my language, how I act. I'm not going to drink, you know, alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. You know, around kids or certain people. You're not going to see me being belligerent or whatever while I'm in this persona because I have to respect it because somebody could videotape and see something and post and be like, oh Santa's out here, you know, turning it up, being being extra busy. Sure. And, it could, and that could be detrimental because image is everything. Right. So if they want to do this, have that patience, have that passion to just have fun with it with the kids and families. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, I won't say you could be lucrative, but you can definitely have some fun with it and be able to work a certain you can work your own community and make a lot of money just being santa for your own community
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you set up shop in your blocks and your community at a church at a school you got schools you can go to you got church you can go to you got community centers you can go to you got senior citizens you can go anywhere if you set yourself up you can make a whole package plan for the whole community where you go out and do this and be just right
0: that's awesome and then being in the elite of Santa Claus, it's like Drizzy Claus, and being at the Chicago, the city of Chicago, street lighting ceremony, which is great. Yeah. Uh, two things. Do you ho-ho-ho?
1: I can. I can. I can. Uh, I don't go, I don't ho-ho-ho often because it's, you know, you, you do it so many times, it's not going to, you know, you just... <laughs>
0: You're you going to have to give us a ho-ho-ho, but let me ask this question first, and then maybe you can give us a ho-ho-ho. Uh, um, where can the people find you? So, especially people in the Chicagoland area, what do they need to do to find you and book you, if you still have room at this point?
1: Okay, well, first and foremost, no, I'm not able to be booked anymore for any more. I am booked up. I have closed down the shop.
0: That's awesome. That's wonderful.
1: I'm available at www com, You know, that's the website. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Claus, everything like that. Um, But next year is definitely going to be a little bit different because we are definitely going to be streamlining some approaches to what we're doing to do more venues to have people come to, you know, to you. Like, less home visits, more public venues. So -hmm. you can come outside and be in a community and, you know, and support Black businesses and And stuff like that. So that's what I'm doing right now. Mm
0: -hmm. That's good, though. You that I I I appreciate what you just said. That supporting Dreezy Claus is supporting a black business.
1: Right. Well, yeah. That and the fact that wherever I go, I collaborate with black businesses. So if I'm going someplace, you know, or black, you know, black shop, no, no black, black economics. I'm going someplace where you can definitely spend money and support on some level, whether it's donations or buying stuff or whatever
0: Mm -hmm. you
1: know you're doing it and it's community you know involvement it's awesome all
0: right well thank you so much this has been really great i appreciate the opportunity to talk with you and i'm sure our listeners will appreciate you as well
1: thank you so much i appreciate dr stacy
0: all right now give me a ho ho ho
1: Oh yeah 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 yes yeah. ho 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 this is Santa Claus Dreezy Claus Chicago Black Santa checking in with Dr. Stacy enjoying myself enjoying my time with a, a very nice refreshing sister. Ho 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 happy holidays. Happy holidays. All
0: right, Drezy Claus. Thank you so much. You take care,
1: okay? Are oh, you too. have a good night? Be healthy and be safe, okay? You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.
0: This episode was edited by Nikki Anderson. Special thanks to our interns, Amanda Gillette, and other contributors. Our music is provided by Jaffa. Being the Dot is sponsored by David's Delicious Delights.com. David's Delicious Delights.com. custom made, personalized cakes, pies, cookies, and pastries made with a dash of Southern flair. Visit David's Delicious and use the coupon code being the dot for 20% off orders of 34.99 or more. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.